Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,126. Man, you gotta not touch the brake. You gotta stand on the gas and do not lift. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Sam Schmidt. Hey, Sam, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. I am honored to follow in the footsteps of many great legends that have gone before me. Oh, well, thank you. That's great. Sam Schmidt is a former IndyCar driver and the current co-owner of Schmidt Peterson's Motorsports in Indianapolis, Indiana. He grew up working on race cars and his father was a drag racer. And at the age of 32, he embarked on his first season of IndyCar competition and he became a pole and race winner in 1999. But Sam was severely injured in a testing accident at Walt Disney World Speedway and was later diagnosed as a quadriplegic due to a severe injury of his spinal cord. Sam was not deterred and he forged on to create the Conquer Paralysis Now Foundation and he started Sam Schmidt Motorsports just 14 months after his accident. Despite that, Sam remains paralyzed from his chest down. He has been granted a driver's license, the first of its kind, which allows him to drive a semi-autonomous vehicle. And we're going to learn more about that and you and your business. So, Sam, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit about your career and a very obvious passion for racing? Well, even though I'm sitting down in this chair, I still believe that I have a a truly blessed life because uh, I started racing when I was five years old, pursued that on and off my entire career, late starter in IndyCar, uh, simply because my last name wasn't Andretti or Unser, and I had to go find the money to do it. And so uh, once I did that, I fulfilled my lifelong dream of competing in the Indy 500, but then I uh, got a big curveball with this spinal cord injury. And luckily, or through our passion and our perseverance, able to start the team and still pursue victories and uh, championships through uh, the IndyCar series. Still living the dream. Uh, every day is a dream. And And most importantly, I got to watch uh, both my kids grow up who are now 19 and 21. So here we are. Here we are. You know, you're an incredible inspiration. I'm so excited to have you on this show. And we're going to talk about some very interesting things that I've learned about you and driving. I know you got out on the track and raced with with Mario Andretti in a Corvette. I mean, everything about your story is absolutely inspiring. But first, as we start, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been inspirational in your life. It's a nice way to get the tires smoking here on Cars. Yeah, so Sam, take the wheel. Well, ironically, um, I don't have anything prophetic or you know out of a book or uh, anything uh, philosophical, so to speak. I, I just will never forget as a rookie at Indy in 1997 with Gary Bettenhausen, as my uh, as my driver coach, a legend in Indianapolis, and he just simply said, "Man, you gotta not touch the brake. You gotta stand on the gas and do not lift." And uh, I've really kind of used that ever since in anything I do, whether it's business, whether it's team, whether it's a foundation, whether it's uh, you know racing. Until I was injured, and now the core of that, you just gotta stand on the gas. Uh, don't use your left foot at all, and. Uh, and uh, see what happens. So Gary was was such a unique individual, 
And I really enjoyed my, my month of May with him. And we were the fastest qualifying rookie that year. So, uh, his advice, wow. must have, his advice must have paid off and kind of like the rest of history. Yeah. Well, the great Gary Benhausen, what a mentor to have for going out on that track. And to me, a mere mortal, the concept of not touching the brakes while you're at the Indy 500 is completely incomprehensible. I mean, it's just incomprehensible. It's incredible. It's incredible to me. Obviously, you've used that concept as you've moved forward in your life with your business because you seem to just keep going, just foot into it, right? Yeah. I mean, last year I was on the road 140 days and 40 flights. And uh, if you have a reason to get up every morning, it you know, it takes me two and a half hours just to get out of bed. You have to have a reason. You have to have a passion. You have to, you know, have, you know, employees are supporting the whole deal, all of the reasons. Just I cannot consider not getting out of bed because I just have too much to do. So, yeah, we're we're still on the gas to this day. There you go. Well, let's go back in time. I know you grew up with a dad who had, I think you told me in our pre-show chat, a junkyard. So you're out there fixing things, working on cars, ripping things apart, getting your hands uh, greasy and oily. Is there a, a story you can share that instigated your passion for racing? Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew, you know what, I'm going to be a race car driver? Well, yeah. And my dad would actually call it an automotive recycling facility. He would, he would cringe at the word junkyard, but I apologize uh, you know, to your father here. <laughs> but that, you know, that, that aside, I don't know if he'll ever listen to it, but that aside, um, he put me on a motorcycle when I was five, even before I actually had a, a real bicycle. And, uh, he was a drag racer. He was an off-road guy back when I think men were men in the sixties and seventies with Mickey Thompson and Parnelly Jones and doing oh, the gosh, Baja yeah. 1000, you know, by one person with six inches of travel. So he put me on that motorcycle when he wasn't racing. I was racing the Indian Dunes. Uh, we were working on the buggies and the motorcycles every night. And it, it was amazingly bonding experience for a family. And I did that up yeah. until my teens and, and then rolled into uh, SCCA racing and other things. But, uh, some dads are into basketball, baseball, football, and, and their kids migrate towards that because they go to a lot of games. I don't think I saw a pro football, basketball, or baseball game until I was you know, 25 years old. Because uh, when you do, <laughs> when, when you're a full time racing family, you don't get that stuff, you know. Sure. There was no no cell phones, no satellites, nothing. So anyway, that was it. That was he was my guiding light there. What fun! What fun! Well, let's take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down. Now we talked a bit about your injury, and no doubt that would be the perfect answer for this question. And I always ask my guests for a a big challenge they faced, a failure. I wouldn't really call that a failure at all. That was an accident that occurred. But I'm sure there's a, a lot of stories of how you get through something like that. But whatever you decide to talk about, I love to share stories of challenge because it helps others learn or helps them get through something that might be similar. And they teach us really valuable lessons, these uh, situations. So whatever you want to share with us today that has to do with challenges or failures in your racing career, it's up to you, but I'd love for you to share a story. Well, until the paralysis, I can honestly say that I can't think of anything that I couldn't overcome without just sheer determination and perseverance. And then this comes along and a spinal cord injury is different for everybody, you know, but I was, uh, I was knocked out. I was unconscious, not breathing for five minutes. I was on a ventilator and the doctor told my wife, you know, just find him a nursing home. You know, if he survives this week, I give them one to five years and uh, our family is built like that. They considered that a pretty big challenge. Uh, but you, and I'm a big fan of setting huge goals that are hard to achieve 
but you have to break them down and attack them one by one. And so, you know, the first thing was just overcoming the ventilator, which I got off the ventilator six weeks after my accident. And then it was being able to sit up and then it was being able to, you know, stand up in a harness and, and do the physical therapy. And so it seems like it was yesterday, but, you know, one by one, you check these boxes and you get better and better and you get more and more mobile and able to speak and able to breathe and able to do what you need to do. And, uh, it, it would be hard pressed for me to find anything, uh, that was a bigger challenge than, you know, the spinal cord injury and its level. Thank God for my family, first and foremost, because they were there by my side the whole time. The George family and the whole IndyCar community who really has really good insurance and also followed up with just an endless amount of support and encouragement to start the team, et cetera. And then the motorsports community, because I was flooded with cards and letters. And and, and that that is really what instigated the Conquer Paralysis Now Foundation, because there were so many people that wanted to help. But luckily, I had the insurance and the family and everything else. So we wanted to turn a bad thing into a good thing by starting the foundation. So that was, you know, by far the biggest challenge. But, you know, we just put our head down and plow through these challenges one by one and overcome every hurdle. And I, like I said, I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't wish this on anybody, but at the end of the day, we're, we're now helping more people than we ever could have as a race, as just a race car driver. Absolutely. It's an incredible story. Tell us a little bit more about how your foundation works, what it does, how people can get involved to help out, everything that it does to help other people who are facing situations like this. So it is two-pronged. We do uh, uh, attack it from a research standpoint, um, everything from stem cell research to rehabilitation techniques to, you know, stuff that's going on in Europe. We're constantly on the lookout for anything happening anywhere in the world because we don't care where the results come from as long as it comes. And then secondarily, I have realized in my own life the key to, you know, being 18 years now sitting in a chair and being healthy has been constant rehabilitation. So we are actually launching in December a specialized rehabilitation clinic, not just for spinal cord injury, but for Parkinson's and stroke and transverse myelitis and any nerve-related disorder. It's going to have very high-tech equipment, some great people, and it's going to be what you do after you get out of the hospital you go to a place like this and we're going to assist with vocational training and apartments and, you know, accessible housing and, uh, and job placements. So all of these things under one roof and uh, it's going to be called driven. Nice. Nice. And how can people find out more about this and, and go there and even uh, if they need help or if they want to offer help in the way of, of anything? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's confidentparalysisnow.org. The .org is sometimes missed, but .org is, uh, Easy to donate uh, right there through PayPal. We have two big fundraisers a year. We'll be having one out here October 27th, 28th. A lot of fun right before the SEMA show. And then uh, in May, right before the Indy 500, are our two big fundraisers. Uh, you know, combined should raise about a million dollars. And literally 85 cents of every dollar goes towards the research and or the, uh, the research, the uh, rehabilitation facility. So we're pretty excited nice. about this new facility because we think if the model works as good as we think it will, we want to do it in more cities than just Las Vegas. But uh, this being my adopted hometown of 23 years, I felt uh, this is the place to do it. And so, yeah, they can support through the through the w- website or we will have a separate connected driven.org website 
up and running about six weeks. But uh, yeah, nice. they'll be able to find out information about both of the both of the programs. There we go. Well, I'll make sure I put a link to conquerparalysisnow.org on Sam's show notes page on the Carjow website. Check out what is happening here. And I'm sure there's opportunities for people to donate if they'd like. Absolutely. Right through the website, uh, through the donate button. There we go. Well, Sam, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a career aha moment uh, in your racing career, a time when the headlights kind of came on and, and steered you down another path that maybe you didn't see coming. Do you have one of those you can share? I'm talking about on or off the track. <laughs> uh, wherever you want to go, it's your show today, Sam. I think my biggest aha moment on the track was clearly the fact that I'd come from a road racing background and, and uh, came into IndyCars at the time of the split. I had to get up to speed really quick on an all oval series with a lot of cars. And so, uh, we went to Phoenix and, uh, pretty big step up in, uh, in speed and what I'd been used to and everything like that. But again, had a really good coach and back to that left foot situation where these being flat bottom cars, I mean, the more you step on the brakes, the more it tends to upset the car and the more mm-hmm. it is difficult to drive. So. You know, really just being able to put that left foot somewhere else, float on and off the gas to control the speed without touching the brake. And, and once that clicked and, uh, and clicked at a place like Phoenix, it was like, uh, just an epiphany. And I'm like, now, man, I really like this oval racing because it's fun. Yeah. And, uh, once you get a good car on an oval with a lot of people, it's, it's just a hell of a lot of fun. So that was, uh, <laughs> no that was one, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I've had a lot of racers on the show and some that have raced the Indy 500. And a couple of them said the same thing the first time they went there was the the concept that they they need to keep their foot down through corners and not touch the brakes was so foreign, especially after coming from road racing or any other kind of racing. It was a very hard thing to do. And uh, once they said, wow, the car will actually work, like then the confidence grows. But Hard for me to imagine. Boy, that's incredible. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about, I asked most of my guests about their first really special car. If you'd rather talk about the first really special race car you got into that really made you go, wow, I have really made it, that would be great too. So take us there and, and share maybe a memory you have about that vehicle. No, I actually have a very special road car that uh, was working afternoons and weekends in my dad's automotive recycling facility. And and on the hook from one of the insurance company comes a 1967 RS convertible Camaro. And, um, this was in the late, uh, you know, late seventies. So it was old, but it wasn't like classic like it is now. And, and it had been setting outside. It was a little weathered on top, but, uh, you know, turned out to be like a one owner car, very nice interior, 88,000 original miles. And it, it hit a tree in the front. So there was no way I was letting that go any further than you know, that doorstep, I was not letting it get take apart, so to speak. <laughs> we, uh, I left it on the hook, said, take it to the house. And I think it was 14 at the time. And I wound up spending, uh, you know, a year taking that car apart and restoring it myself and painting the car myself. And I mm-hmm. still have that, I still have that car to this day. So it's a very, really, it's a very special car. Lost a lot of girlfriends over that car. Because uh, <laughs> ultimately, after about six months of dating somebody and they, and they come up and say, you take such good care of this car. If it came down between me or the car, which would it be? That's the oh, question gosh. you do not want to ask. And so. Not a car guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. My, my wife of 26 years never asked that question. So, uh, you know, she's still around. So 
That's, well, that's, my car. that's my baby. That's my car. That's my baby. She knows better. Well, how about seller's remorse? Is there a vehicle you've let go you wish you had back in the garage? Absolutely. Also through the insurance, also through the insurance reclamation system, I came across a 1969 Camaro Hugger Orange with a DZ3 motor, four speed original, just all numbers matching with the Ram Air dual four barrel carburetor factory setup. I mean, a really, really rare car. I think I paid like, you know, $12,000 for it or something. And, yeah. uh, and now, unfortunately, that's a $100,000 car. You know, somebody came by a couple of days later, said, I got to have it. Would you take 20? And I'm just thinking, man, I just made eight grand. I got to walk. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and now, and, you know, like in a week, that's like unheard of back then. And so I let it go and I'm, I'm still kicking myself in the butt ever since. Well, I'll tell you, Sam, you're not alone. I've had a thousand one hundred twenty six guests on the show and every one of them has one of those sad stories. So no worries. Hey, I would love for you to share what has you excited and fired up right now, not only with Schmidt Peterson Motorsports, your team and what you guys are doing, but I would also like you to touch a little bit on this arrow car. This is how I came together with Sam, a friend of mine's son was severely injured. His name is Buddy. And uh, he sent me some information about Buddy getting to get into a car and drive it just by using puffs and eye movements. And turns out Sam is a big part of this, the aero car. So if you talk about that too in answering this question, I think that'd be really fascinating for our guests to hear about, our listeners, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, just, uh, you know, what hap- everything happens for a reason. And this company in, in uh, Denver named Aero Electronics, $30 billion tech company, have been looking for a way to tell their story as a company. Uh, and they decided to, hey, let's find a guy that can't use his arms and legs and, and let's create a car for them to drive. And they called, you know, somebody I knew at Craig Hospital and the guy's like, I, I got the guy for you. This guy would love to drive again. <laughs> so that was yeah. about three years ago. And we, uh, we jumped in with both feet, a team of about four engineers on their side and went out and bought a stingray at the time and, uh, what was amazing about Aero and their technology and their abilities is I was actually driving a simulator uh, using the technology at about four months and then in the car at seven months. And at nine months, uh, we drove around the Indianapolis Motor Speedway before the 2014 uh, Indy 500 at 100 miles an hour. Wow. We have subsequently continued, like anything in technology, we have continued to refine and personalize it so that it's very intuitive and just about anybody can use it. I want 100, then I want 150, and I got to race my lifelong hero, Mario Andretti, and got my driver's license, and most recently went 192 miles an hour. So, uh, we're, oh my we're, gosh. Con- we're continuing to develop, but what's really cool about that project is that the end game was always to be able to use that technology to put it in industrial purposes so that people with disabilities can go back to work. So yeah. you can imagine, you know, somebody driving a harvester or driving a train or, you know, driving a car or, you know, doing any kind of, even if they don't have their arms or legs, they can do it just using their head. Mm-hmm. So we're targeting veterans. And uh, and as you mentioned, we're, we're touring the country, uh, giving veterans the ability to drive the car. And it's all about putting that message out there that uh, this technology is available. And how can you use it to put uh, somebody with a disability back to work? Because in my own life, I realized that's why I'm alive and well 18 years afterwards. It's because I have a reason to get up and go to work in the morning. Absolutely. Wow. It's absolutely spectacular. I'm hoping to get Buddy on this show. My friend uh, Bill 
Uh, Buddy, his son, was a fighter pilot, a Top Gun instructor, and was in a tragic car accident and has ended up in this situation. And I know talking to Bill, um, his son was just, I mean, it just was a day-changing, a life-changing day for him, I should say, being able to get in a car and drive it, something he never dreamed that's something he could do. So it's such an incredible program. And how about Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports? Tell us what has you excited about your company these days. Well, I'm excited uh, tremendously because we've got a uh, series most popular driver in James Hinchcliffe, who has won this year at Iowa Speedway. And we got a very thrilling rookie who has really shaken things up uh, at the first race of St. Pete, got the pole, sat on the pole at 69 laps and ultimately got pointed by, by Rossi and didn't win the race. But he's got three seconds uh, this year. He's uh, sixth in points, knocking on the door fifth, and it bodes well. The team, the team has really risen. Uh, this year with the new aero kit and, uh, and the challenge from this new driver and from Hinch and they're both, they're both working extremely well together. And then on the commercial side, we've got a spectacular new hospitality rig. We've uh, got long-term relationships with Lucas Oil and Aero Electronics and, and, uh, Cypress, uh, you know, Cypress Semiconductors and a bunch of, a bunch of partners that have been around supporting the program for a long time. So, you know, both the commercial nice. and the operational side of things are, are running really well and uh, our hopes in the off season here are to keep everybody continuity wise, keep everybody on the team engineering and, and mechanical side of things and, and just pick up where we left off next year. So very excited and yeah, looking forward to the next four races and then what, what two, 2019 has to offer. Absolutely. Well, congratulations to you and your team. We'll be looking forward to next season. And all the successes that you guys will have, no doubt. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Sam. If you were manifested into a vehicle, a car or a race car, what would Sam be and why? And there are so many incredible vehicles out there right now. Uh, <laughs> yes. and, many, and many that I have not been able to drive, but I'd probably have to say the first era of Shelby Cobra. Oh. Um, I just love a lot of horsepower and not a lot of suspension, not a lot of weight, just, you know, all just, just too much to handle. That would be me. Fantastic. Well, Sam, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. What's the worst thing for your car's interior? No, it's not that milkshake the kids spilled in the back seat. It's the sun. Harmful UV rays cook your automobile's interior hour after hour when it's parked outside, even on a cloudy day. What's the solution? Covercraft sunscreens. They protect your dash, seats, and interior finishes from those damaging UV rays while keeping the interior temperature tolerable, even on the hottest summer days. No more painfully sizzling seats and steering wheels for you. They unfold quickly and easily install, stay where you put them, and are custom pattern for an exact fit. The foam core acts as a cooling insulator. And you can get yours in different colors and finishes. And they even fold up easily and store under your seat or on the floor. I've used Covercraft sunscreens for years, and they are a fast and easy solution that protect my beloved cars when they're not in the garage. Learn more and order yours at Covercraft.com. Want to protect your entire vehicle? Get a car cover from Covercraft. They have those too. That's Covercraft.com. And tell them Mark sent you. What's every automotive enthusiast's dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars 
with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, Sam, we're back and we're entering the last lap. This is a place you've been many times. The white flag's out. Time to put our foot into it. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive or racing advice you've ever received? It kind of goes back to the Gary Bettenhausen quote, but I would say in parallel to that, it's just simply never give up. I mean, uh, I came from humble beginnings. My dad, my parents didn't have a lot of money. Uh, my last name wasn't Andretti or, or Unser or whatever. Uh, and I know that has their challenges too, because they have to live up to expectations. But uh, I had to figure out how to pay for all this and get my foot in the door and ultimately became, you know, a, a, pay, a paid funded driver. I just say, man, you got to get out there. You got to be on doors. You got to put, got to shake hands, got to constantly be in the faces of the team owners and the team managers and just, uh, and you got to win, you know? Yeah. Never give up. Never give up. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your many successes over the years? My wife would say it's uh, just unrelenting perseverance and passion. Um, and if I, you know, I'm like a dog with a bone. If I have something that I want to do, uh, she is never going to be able to talk me out of it. And might as well just, might as well just give in and see if we can be supportive because, uh, uh, I'm, I'm just never, I'm just going to do it. Persistence, tenacity, that is part of being an entrepreneur and a racer. Now, how about a resource? There are awesome resources these days. Is there a resource you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, frankly, um, I'm going to do a, a shameless plug here and, and plug the foundation and, you know, not only conquer paralysis now, but uh, the, the facility we're building, which is called Driven. Uh, you know, for people with disabilities, if you want to, you know, be inspired or have something to look you know, forward to, or if you want to come to Las Vegas and work out with uh, the best equipment available in the world, you know, w- we can provide that. And so, uh, again, you know, wherever you're at, do the most you can and just uh, put everything into it. But uh, the foundation, um, I think what we're doing for research in the area of neurological disease and then also uh, on the rehabilitation side would be driven. Absolutely. If I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? I would actually maybe go off course here and say John DeLorean. Oh, wow. Because I think John DeLorean was an amazingly genius guy, engineered an interesting car, but I would really like to find out during that drink, uh, you know, what did he go wrong? Where did he go wrong? And uh, why did he fail? Because I think you can learn a lot from failures as well as successes. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now, that would be incredibly interesting. I'll tell you, I had a a very interesting guest on the show here back uh, two years ago, 
Barry Wills, who actually wrote a book about John DeLorean. He was literally with John DeLorean when he started DeLorean Cars, and he was the last guy out of the building, the factory, after it had been closed, and he was responsible for selling everything off. Maybe I need to send you a copy of his book to read, and you'll probably learn a lot about John DeLorean and all the inner workings and failures and challenges that those guys faced with uh, that car. But uh, you're the first one who's uh, suggested him. I think that's pretty interesting. The ununique response, which I almost I almost hold in parallel regard, is just Carroll Shelby because of his unbelievable engineering prowess and uh, what he's been able to do. But, but frankly, I've actually had conversations with him. And, and also, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, the other person I'd love to have another drink with on, on even a higher status is Dan Gurney. I was fortunate to uh, be at his shop uh, 18 months ago, and even though he was confined to a wheelchair, he uh, he gave me a couple hours of his time, and uh, I just I cherish that and the and the insight yeah. that he brings to the table. I mean, a true one of a kind to be able to engineer vehicles, drive them, and uh, and create an empire. You know, and a legend, uh, a legendary brand and, and company, and and now his sons are carrying on the business. What I think is just fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I tried and tried to get Dan in this show. He was ill and so busy all the time, and we lost him, and I missed that opportunity. But I am going to have one of his sons on this show eventually, so uh, we'll be able to talk with him. Yeah, how about a book? Is there a book you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, again, I'm going to go a little shameless here and uh, recommend a a book called Rise Above, which is the Ralph Braun story. And uh, Ralph Braun was a mentor of mine who basically created the mobility industry and wheelchair accessible vans because he himself were, was paralyzed for over 60 years. Pretty much every wheelchair lift in a bus, if you look at the label, it says Braun Corporation. If you look mm-hmm. at 75% of the wheelchair accessible vans going down the street, they have a logo on the back that says Braun Ability. Uh, this man in Winnemac, Indiana, town of a thousand, uh, created this company. It's still an existing company 55 years later. And uh, this this book, Rise Above, is his life story. And there's so many good, feel-good stories about, you know, everything from entrepreneurship to overcoming adversity to and, and back in that day, there was no elevators. There was no nothing. And uh, yeah. it's a true example of uh, necessity as the mother of invention. And so, great. Uh, you know, Ralph was, Ralph was really cool. Awesome recommendation. Well, listeners, you can find links to all these great resources. Sam has been so kind to share on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Sam Schmidt, and that page will pop right up. All right, Sam, we're up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet. We're going to set this car up so that you can drive it. So don't worry about that. We'll do that to any car because money is no object here on Cars Yeah. Now, this is a car you have to keep. I want you to get out there and enjoy it like you did that Corvette. What can I buy you today? I can say, um, you know, about two years ago, like 50,000 other people, I would have said a Ford GT, but mm-hmm. thanks to the Ford Motor Company, they've actually granted my application. So uh, I will be Whoa. getting a Ford, a Ford GT in 2019. So since that's oh my gosh. already going to be in the garage, I would vote for the uh, Daytona Ferrari, you know, uh, growing up uh, of that era, just having that poster on the wall watching Miami Vice and then watching Ferris Bueller and just, you know, on and on and on. It was completely out of reach financially then. It's still out of reach financially now. That were the, if, if that was the 
the uh, you know the offer from your side, I would say a fully frame off restoration Ferrari Daytona. Awesome! Wouldn't that be fun? What color would you like that Ferrari to be? Just so I I make it the right one for you. Yellow. Yellow. Oh, fly yellow. I love that. Yeah, especially on a Daytona. Very nice. Well, Sam, you have taken me on a very inspirational, fun ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Carjow listeners. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that Daytona Ferrari? Well, I was uh, in my emails with uh, forward, always forward. And uh, that's because you just got to look forward. Uh, You can't look backwards. You can learn from the past, but uh, uh, you just, you just got to be looking forward. And, and you can truly, if there's one thing, the Sam car, uh, the Corvette, my racing team, everything that we've been able to accomplish as a team post my injury, you can really truly accomplish anything if you put your mind to it and work hard enough at it. I can't, I can't say that hard enough. It sounds like a bit of a cliche, but it's really how I live my life every day. And it, it served me well over the years. Absolutely. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports and Conquer Paralysis Now? Well, the website is uh, is the best place for information nowadays. The IndyCar team is simply spmindycar.com, which stands for Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports, but spmindycar.com. And then the foundation is conquerparalysisnow.org. And they do have tabs on each of them. You can swap back and forth. So uh, you'll have uh, way too many. And of course, YouTube. If you just YouTube team name and or my name, you'll have uh, endless endless hours of entertainment driving the <laughs> Corvette and uh, James Hinsquip videos and all that fun stuff. So Awesome. There you go. Well, listeners, again, I'll make sure I put links to all these great places on Sam's show notes page on the Carshow website. Hey, Sam, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the Carshow listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Okay, I was going to say, again, truly honored and very appreciate the show. And and now I'm going to have to go to the website and listen to a bunch more, which is going to kill a few (laughs) days. But uh, it's been truly enjoyable. Nice, nice twist on uh, on all this information. And really appreciate what you guys are doing. Well, thank you very much. And yeah, there'll be over 1,125 shows for you to listen to on the Carja website. So, uh, I think I can keep you busy on those many travel planes. Just load that onto your mobile device and listen away. So thanks a lot, Sam. This has been fantastic. I think I might be kind of selective on who I listen to, but still, I'm sure. That, <laughs> I've got over sure, 200 racers for you. <laughs> I, I'm sure there'd be at least 100 that would uh, keep me well entertained, for sure. I hope so. I hope so. That'd be great. Thank you. You take care of your cars. But who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. 
Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.